It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Which means it's a new episode of Wait, Don't Do It featuring yours truly, New Paris. And Rafi. Welcome to episode four of season six of Wait, Don't Do It. The episode will retell you to... Wait! What is the history of the word cunt? Um, that's a really strong, strong open. I mean, I think using the word cunt has so many, like, implications. I think it used to be seen as something so intense. Um, but now in LGBT culture, we use it constantly. So before we get into some things, mm. what's going on in the world? And what are you amused by right now, Rafi? Um, I'm amused by the wig that's on your head. Like, <laughs> I am really into cutting up wigs. I have this thing where I will... <laughs> it with scissor hands. <laughs> literally. It just, it, just, it just fills me with such a cathartic um, moment. Like, I will... I have a bag of wigs. Mm-hmm. Um, as you all know, I started drag in the pandemic, and like during that time, I clearly I just had disposable income because how many Amazon wigs did I buy for season three? Oh my! I mean, for that wild season two, it was a, it was at one point it was like a new wig every episode. I never do wig. You remember? You remember? I, ne- I never wanted to repeat a wig, which is crazy because I thought that in my first month of drag I should hold myself up to a standard <laughs> that no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no one. Nobody. Um, so I have all these wigs. So I go into my wig bag, and I just pull them out. I have a steamer. I have scissors. I have um, a brush, and I just go to town. And whenever I'm feeling, I cut and wear a jagged, zigzag, curly pattern comes out. Um, I live. It's art. It's unique. Unique? It's, it's what you are. New York. Um, so, yeah, I, I love wearing wigs that are my own creation. I mean, what are you doing to stay creative these days? Um, exactly. This, po- this podcast. Just the podcast. And, and, and all and the me, TikTok. And I, all the many creative ways to get you to work for the podcast. How does it feel when you are a person that likes to express a lot? Like, you love posting about yourself. You love getting attention from strangers online. You love, um, you know, having external validation. What... Does that feel like in comparison to me who, you know, post when I feel the spirit, when I feel motivated by our universe? I think I have a more um, <laughs> attentive and proactive approach to social media and our platform. <laughs> proactive. Someone's been working on her resume. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has not been working out with a therapist all the to do. <laughs> Someone still take toxics. <laughs> oh, oh, my sisterly rapport for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but in, in recent news, I just want to talk about it because I'm a barb and yeah. I just feel like I had to talk about the Nicki um, Minaj thing. Yes, Lotto. Scratch off. Scratch it all off. She refers to them as Scratch Off and Bigfoot. Lotto and Megan is talented. <laughs> You're finding this out right now, live on the podcast. You're, I'm getting it now. Yeah. I'm getting it now. Scratch Off is Lotto. That's really funny. That's very funny because she had to change her name. <laughs> That's so shady. And Bigfoot, because she got shot in the foot. I mean, she also a big bitch. Megan Stallion is like literally a stallion. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, <laughs> but nothing. that is exactly how Duty would come for somebody. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Period. 
I mean, there was so much going on. Obviously, the controversy stemmed for Nicki Minaj doing a tweet saying, you know, the Grammy shouldn't be putting her song, Super Freaky Girl, in the pop category since most of it's rap. <clears throat> she compared it to Big Energy by Lotto, and apparently Lotto said they were not on good terms. Mm. Um, when And so it was weird that she mentioned her in a tweet, and then they started having this kind of drag out, and it always becomes this, like, Nicki Minaj versus other girls. Nicki Minaj versus <coughs> younger female rappers. Nicki Minaj is bitter and old and aged, and she's ruining her legacy. I've seen so many think pieces. She's ruining her legacy. And I just mm-hmm. think that is, like, extreme. And I, I think that's always... But uh, Have you noticed that they always say that about women? Like, w- women black are women. Yes, black women specifically. And, I, like, it's, it brings us to a point of the conversation that's going on on The Real Housewives where someone was like, oh, it's, like, canceled to, like... Play Michael Jackson because he is, uh, you know, uh, you know, accused of something. accused of a child molestation, and I'm just like, people, but people were standing. Those women were standing up for Michael Jackson. They were like, oh, there's nothing wrong with them. He was never actually, <laughs> but at the same end, people never offer Nicki Minaj that same grace. Yeah, I, and, I, and and by the way, for much less. For much less, I just feel like I mean, even when you know when Beyonce's Renaissance came out, you know, there were so many think pieces about. Oh, she's pretending to be, you know, relatable. One of she's us. a classist. She's yeah. this, she's this. And same thing with Nicki Minaj, like she's bitter, she's this. And I just feel like there's so much context missing. I think people just see there's a person who we perceive as older and they're saying, You should be, you should and, and then it already reinforces this idea that once a woman reaches a certain age they can no longer do yeah. A, B, and C, which is not true. And then as a black woman, if you're not on all the time, then you're mean, you're a bitch, mm. you're bitter, you're angry. And they also don't recognize the context of social media. Nicki Minaj is the only female rapper that came about during the social same. media. Mm-hmm. The other female rappers, they're like, they didn't do that. But they didn't have, they didn't have all this going on. Mm. No one's, everyone tries to be like Nicki Minaj. And you know, she did an interview in Interview Magazine. And Jada Pinkett Smith did it. And she said, I just didn't like the female rap that's out because it sounds like they're trying to be someone and not something unique and new and sometimes she's bored and she can you know see guess what lines so it's not that she's bitter just that she's mm-hmm. bored and music and culture is boring like we just said everything's repetitive like how are we going to do another terrifier you know um, which was an excellent movie uh, independent slasher film that's out right now if y'all want to go check it out in Alexandria specifically independent yeah it's not like oh because it's a snuff film it's not a snuff film. Some of them is people who are actually getting murdered. I mean, this is just a graphic slasher film that people you see some graphic kills in, which is so spectacular. Again, if you're a slasher person, I cannot recommend enough. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that that brings also I think like people love Nicki Minaj for her also her exuberancy who she is as a person like that bad bitch energy. But people try to limit that that as you get older as well. Like they think at that point you should be refined or. Um, just a lot more humble or da 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 and I'm like people don't change people you know what I'm saying like right. you can't control people's it, it, she's always been this so don't be surprised when she has opinions and she's not afraid to state them unapologetically and you might be collateral damage in Lotto in this example and I feel like they allow Kanye and other people to do all these crazy things constantly or Trump you know looking at an old ass man yeah, that's talk it. crazy Re- constantly and no one does anything but let a woman do anything mm-hmm and just say, hey, I want my song to be treated like it should. And it's just, 
she's so bitter. She hates everyone. She, and the fact that other women in her in her um Well industry, the first thing is that just black women are just gonna be like, Oh, she's too old, she's bitter and I'm like, why, why are we doing this to each yeah. other? Why can't we just have conversations without mm. it being like And didn't they do a song together? No. Cause she uh, declined her two verses with uh, I'll scratch off. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> it's what it is. But it's also <coughs> a stunning example of cunt is history. A history. Cunt, 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 cunt. I mean, if you're a fan of Beyonce and Renaissance, you know that that's a word that's featured heavily on Pure Honey. Um, you know, a direct ballroom kind of kind mm-hmm. of reference. But I want to talk about what what is cunt? An adjective, a noun. I think it's all encompassing at this point. What is cunt to you or for the a culture? Or for the culture. What do you think it is, honestly? Cunt is... I think I think every time I've used the word cunt, there's this aura of just fierce femininity or this fierce confidence. Like this wig. That, yeah, if you got on stage right now with that wig and just like worked your puss and people ate that shit up, that's cunt to me because you have confidence. I'm dizzy, Ru. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that is a perfect example of what cunt can be. Like what confidence is cunt, you know? And I also think it's just, like, a severely feminine, powerful move, a severely powerful uh, moment where you are in control, where you're in power, when you're in a state of being untouchable. I think that's what I view it as. But, like, obviously, it had all this, like, connotation before, which is weird because, you know, we're, like, obviously really young. So, like, for us, mm. I don't, I didn't, I didn't I never reviewed it as, like, the negative, like, you're a cunt. Which, you know, you kind of see sometimes in films, like, men calling women, like, cunts, which is, like, gross to me. Um, I think it's, like, it always goes back to how you use it, obviously, like, um, there's so many ways, like, again, you can always, I can always say that the person that stopped me from jumping the gate on the metro today was a cunt, but, like, at the end of the day, you know, it's cunt for her to take her job seriously, so... At this point, I think you can use it all in the same way. Just like the word gay, just the word... Um... Right, because the etymology, it says, you know, comes from, you know, an abusive turn. Um, and with, within it, it's considered vulgar. And it appeared around 19th century in the way that we kind of used it. But then it goes on to say it's been taken back, like gay, or queer, faggot, the N-word. I don't know if you and your culture have any words that you've reclaimed. We don't claim spick we've never been oh my spick. god we've never that's not a oh thing. my god yeah yeah that'd be so weird it's like stupid it's stupid yeah if anything we i think like in spanish we would use like more terms that are made to like pendejo is like but like that's like endearing we like we can call you like a dumb bitch also that's english you know <laughs> all applies <laughs> Um, so all that to say, yeah, I mean, it's weird when someone uses it that way. I just think now, especially now that our culture, LGBT culture, is so apparent, being cunt is just a movement, a feeling. So what are some moments in cunt history? Like, what are some moments for the people that just exude cuntiness? Like, this is it. Um... And when did you first learn about it? Actually, I'll start there. When when did you first learn about the word cunt? I feel like probably from Real Housewives. Like, I feel like that's when I first, like, I think it was... They they used the word to to insult someone? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh my... (gasps) She she cunt. They would all be, like, just flabbergasted. Yeah. It also seems like this is a word that, like, 
white people, Anglo-Saxons, I don't know, but it's use, and it seems really offensive because I don't think we have that in our cultures, right? Yeah, we never, I don't think we've ever used, like, that. Like, that I mean, doesn't, that's not like... Maybe, in New York, I feel like you, you just use more creative words, I think. I don't think there's anywhere like that that has that same meaning, you know. Yes, I, I do believe that also. Um, but now, it's, interestingly enough, in the recent episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and Cohen asked the women, like, what's, being, what's, what's worse, being called evil or being called cunt? Like, being called a cunt. And most of the women agreed that being called evil would be worse nowadays. And which is wild, because I feel like if he would have asked that question a long time ago, I feel like they would have said cunt. Right, because the meaning has changed so much. I oh. think now their hairstylists are like, oh my God, Dorit, you're so kind. That's con. Yeah. Con. But, you know, it's still blocked. You know, I recently tried to tweet out from my PS5. Um, shout out to the PS5ers. Shout out to the gamers. You know what I'm saying? We're in the streets. Um, and I was trying to tweet out that, you know, this game was so con. And it would block me from doing it. Oh, because like, of the, because You can't do con. You can't do con with a K. You can't do two T's, three T's, one T. It just, it still reads as vulgar, and I just want them to change it. Like, is that homophobic at this point? Because in our culture, we just view it as... It's so backwards. Almost. A sign of endearment. I'm like, this is kind. Like, this yeah. is so... It's giving, it's fierce, it's feminine. Like, I heard... When I think of cunt, I think of, like, Azalea Banks, 212. Like, I think it just... I'm a ruin you cunt. I think it just shows what the work offices of Twitter and, like, like all these, like, you know, social media platforms look like. They are so reductive. They don't have these new edge people that are thinking ahead of the curve. I think a lot of people that work in these offices are just, you know, the not, like the people that still kind of think very, like, backwards like, back in the how, how would you How would you approach being a social media coordinator? Oh, I mean, I'm really, I think, I, I think I'm really hip with the times for most of the times. I think I, I can, like, keep up <laughs> with, uh, with what's going on in the trends. But also, I think I know, just, I think, as long as you know your demographics and how to talk to anybody, I think that's how you translate on social media. Are there things that brands should just automatically be doing? I feel like I would always be leaning towards diversity, inclusion. Lean into your strengths is what I would say, yes. And and lean to the things that make people like you. Yeah. Uh, Diversity always earns a trust and makes you know, obviously, that you know that homogeny comes with limitations on thought and all that kind of stuff. But also nowadays, I think that it goes beyond those things. I think it goes beyond, um, I think it goes beyond, like, I, like, I've been told I'm funny, so I lean to humor. Um, you've been told you're pretty, so you lean to being pretty. Um, I feel like I, I've been told I'm funny, so I lean to comedy. Yeah, same with you, but you, for some reason, won't talk to a mic, or won't, won't talk to a camera. <laughs> 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 Quiet ain't no back talk, as they say. <laughs> um, I feel that say a joke on a TikTok and then we'll talk. But until I see it, right? Racism, right, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I feel like for TikTok, all you have to do is get in your car, put a camera low, and just say, "Oh my god, some racist thing happened to me today, TikTok." And then I was like, "Oh my god, stop being racist to me." And then. Is that your timeline? Huh? Is that of your? Is that is that on your timeline? I don't. Get I just it. feel like that's just like a TikTok brand. It's just to talk about some kind of crazy incident, some kind of victimizing. No, you could just make jokes. Is that what I do every day? You. <laughs> 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 Oh, damn. I know you like that. Yeah, like, that's so different. That wig is different. 
Um, I think talking to the camera is a certain level of vulnerability that just is beyond my scope. You know, like looking at yourself, talking, knowing that once you put it out there, you can't take it back. But it's, I just it's think like it's, you don't have to talk, but you have to engage in your audience. You have to know what your audience would engage in you with. Everyone's willing to engage with somebody. You just have to know how to engage your audience, I think. Right. And my audience just wants me to stand there and look pretty. So that's what I do. But I'm really a comedy queen. I'm really just this person that gives comedy and, 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 and cunt. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> When's the most cuntiest you've ever felt? What's the cuntiest thing you've ever done? The cuntiest thing I've ever done is when I was performing on the oh, Pride Float, for sure. I was giving full cunt. I know. I was eating that shit up. I was getting my tens. Um, I mean... I think one time, I don't know, it's so messy, I don't want to share it, never mind. Oh, what's messy about it? Like, when you top someone on an ottoman? Ah! No. It's kind. like that. Um, if I go back to my days before I was in a committed relationship, before I was <laughs> oh, A wife. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> um, there was this one time when there was a guy, mm-hmm. and he... We had hooked up before. Mm, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Cuddle. And we had hooked up, and this is like in the past. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah, weeks have gone by. <laughs> yeah. And he's, you know, hanging out with our group, mm-hmm. and he was like whispering to my friends during mm-hmm. this adventure, like, oh, he wants me so bad. <laughs> I know you, you told me this. Yeah. Yes, okay, no, no, no. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Oh, because if you know me, I'm like so invulnerable. I'm so <laughs> above it all, especially that age. Especially that person. <laughs> 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 so we walked up to them. Oh, this is cut, y'all. <laughs> this is cut. And you, I'm picturing you walking up with that wig right now. <laughs> say it. Say it. <laughs> so you texted him. <laughs> this is so cut, y'all. Tell the story. Tell the story. This is in this corner. Uninterrupted. <laughs> This is this is what the people want to see. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the story. We, re- we re- recap. Red so we hooked up with this guy who was in my friend group. We were out one <laughs> night. All the time we were out, he was telling them that I wanted him, all this stuff. Delusional. Crazy. <laughs> um, and so at the end of the night... I volunteered to, like, take everyone home, so I, like, you know, remained purposely sober, so I, like, <laughs> dropped everyone off one by one. Mm-hmm. I purposely dropped him off home last. It made him think that you were just gonna... Right. And, it, and that's so fun, because you, cause you know the sign, right? When, like, two gays, two girls go to their apartment, you know, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So well, not always. You always, like, some people just like to, you know, embrace each other and get to know each other. That's true. That's true, but... Yeah, with this one... <laughs> With this one. And so I was like, oh, can I use the bathroom? Which is yeah, such an OG sorry. Mac line, isn't it? Don't you feel so masculine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you say first of all, mask? I thought you said Mac like Mackin'. Mackin'. <laughs> but you said mask? <laughs> no, I literally think of women when they go to the bathroom to clean their pussy, clean their, like a little wipe <laughs> on the pussy. <laughs> yeah, it's very cut. That's cut. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did you spray some perfume in oh your wrist? <laughs> I need to the bathroom. <laughs> and so I go in and I pretend to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> she sits out on the toilet. <laughs> <sighs> and I come out. <laughs> and he's on the bed. Oh, waiting. Waiting. Mm-hmm. Naked. Oh yeah, he, they did and that. afraid. They love to do that. <laughs> and so, I feel like I engaged him for a little bit. Oh, oh I didn't know this part. <laughs> I didn't know this part. I didn't know this part because it had to be something that led me up to like carrying him to the bed. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you had to oh, get him oh. to the bed. Oh, she is a daddy. <laughs> yes, the yardy style. And then I just get him on the bed and look him right in the eye while he's like drunk at 2 a.m. And it's like, if I wanted you, I would have you. And I just left. <laughs> no, that's how you said it, though. Exactly. You pointed at his chest. And you said, <laughs> if I wanted you, <laughs> I, I could fucking have, have you. <laughs> I could have you. Um, and and their mouth days, dropped. It was gag. And I just left. Because I can't. You were fully clothed. Obviously. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then we hooked up like three months later. But <laughs> <laughs> the principle, the matter that night. <laughs> it's not that hard, y'all. And it was like 2 a.m. Y'all so talks were so easy. It was like 2 a.m. So it was technically like Valentine's Day. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. Good, good times. Good times. Okay. Um, I think that's when I felt like really cunt. I don't, I know, I felt cunt when I was a villain like, on college campus. You know, I had groups hate me. I loved when people hated me. Um, I felt cunt when I, you know, got into a master's program. Having an education makes you feel cunt. <laughs> Bitch, when you go to class that first day with all your uh, books, yeah. registered, tuition paid, cunt. That's, that stopped at the bachelor's. <laughs> okay, like, yeah. That is cunt. You know what I mean? Mm. Having a man, cunt. Cunt. <laughs> for, more, for more than nine months, cunt. Oh, yes, for years. Having a family, ooh. Y'all ever think about that? You have girls don't have families. You have, you have a family? This is my family. Your wigs? No. <laughs> like, there has to be a point where you get to your relationship, you know, where you become family. And y'all bitches don't become family. And that's deep. That's deep. And that's a, a level that y'all don't get to. Okay. And you need to figure out, are you are you with your partner because, you know, what's going on? Are you trying to become family? What do you want this to be? Yeah. What do you want to be? I have that conversation with people. Do it right now. Call them up. Uh, who? Ooh. <laughs> oh, not the NDA on the podcast. <laughs> Call him up. Call him. Call him. H-I-M. The capital H-I-M. He, do, he works on Sundays only. I <laughs> 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 haven't, been, haven't been back in a while. And those are some moments of con- uh, For me, what about you? Our little tangent. What moments made you feel fierce, cunty? So you said the pride flow, but that was, you know... A decade ago. Um, <laughs> cunty. I, it just sometimes what feels kind of like, I do think it's cunty when like you walk into a room and like people just know who you are, period. Um, I do think it's cunty when... Like the Citizen M kind of... Period. Um, um, with a photo shoot when they dolled me up sitting in a thing was very cunt. Um, and also just like when I'm making out with like... I remember one time in Mal, I was probably like a huge like hot like three-way makeout session Ugh. and I know I was giving and I just felt like cunt there. Um, yeah. 
I'm very sexy. I can be very sexy when I'm feeling sexy. So you th- you equate cunt to being a lot of sexiness. Yes. Or just like again, you're feeling your puss. You're feeling your cunt. I equate cunt to like emotional manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> like when you it's got, a mind game. It's a mind. It's a mind game. Like knowing that when you say things, it's done, bitch. Knowing well, that you put everything in place. But we're to also make sure talking about my, we're also talking about um, a cunt because there's a trailer that just dropped of Megan. And that movie was the definition of cunt. Right. So we have Megan out with a three instead of for, for the E about a little robot girl who's supposed to be... <laughs> a little, little robot girl. A little robot girl who's supposed to be protecting another little girl whose parents are lost. Um, and she creates <laughs> these crazy emotional attachments. But they make this doll so beautiful, so porcelain, so, so high fashion couture, this like Gucci, Chanel um, mix of of housewife, of bratty teen, human hair unit. Like, it was just so everything. And then she's dancing while killing. She's doing poses, pointing your toe. The leg stretches, the confidence to dance in that look as a killer robot. Come it's a, it's a confidence. It's a state of mind. But a lot of things are states of mind. And I don't know if people realize yeah, that. Yeah, like, that, when I used to wear my fur coat just to go work at a gym. Cut. Yeah, I remember that era. I I thought I I used to think good for Raffy. <laughs> <laughs> good for that little dumb bitch. Is that is that how you translate you're compliments? Con- you're condescending. I'm condescending. Condescending. <laughs> That's a great word. You are condescending. No, because I, at cunt. that point in my life, I wasn't as confident as I am now. Oh, really? I feel like you've always been confident and, in my life. Right. As you should. <laughs> but at that point, I didn't feel confident. So, you know, I was, I felt embarrassed walking around with someone in a white fur coat. <laughs> and, <laughs> it wasn't you, it was me. It was me. <laughs> Maybe that's why I talk shit about your little self. It's <laughs> get it back. That's what you get. Um... And it just, because it brought attention. And I didn't want to be seen. I hate being perceived. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I've always hated being perceived. Until you get perceived. And then you're like, oh, I don't hate this. <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> I just have to know that the being perceived is being safe. Like, if I feel safely perceived, I'm fine. But if yeah. I don't know who is perceiving me, mm-hmm. I don't want a dog perceiving me. I don't want alley people perceiving me. I don't want... Alley people? <laughs> yeah. What, what, define an alley person. What does an alley person look like? What do they... What are the actions? What do they do? <laughs> I think alley people are those people who hang around streets, alleys, who um, are doing things that maybe are not as productive. Whether it's, you know, Raffi eating booty hole behind a... What are you oh. talking about? What are you talking it's about? It's an alley people. You're an alley person. <laughs> you're, a, you're an alley person in that moment. Um, people just doing idea. things on the street, not really doing anything productive, watching you, doing them, making people uncomfortable. Alley people. Alley. First of all, people don't really actually hang out in alleys. I want you to know that. You um, know? I consider you street an alley. <laughs> <laughs> This is a day with DTC, DTSS, honey. Day with DTSS, day with the suburbians. Uh, so, yeah, like, you know. And hey, you, get, you make Silver Spring cunt. You really do. Like, you make Silver Spring, like, cunt. <laughs> My existence makes it so cunt. It's pretty cunt. It, cunt what it, makes Silver Spring cunt to you? Um, Downtown. 
<laughs> Wait, what do you mean downtown? I, again, I rep for downtown Silver Spring. I do not represent Silver Spring as a whole, which is so different. Downtown Silver Spring is diverse. It's cultural. It's <laughs> you don't ever see hordes of white people ever. You can never say that. Hordes and there's hordes of white people at regular Silver Spring. Yeah, outside of these uh, these uh, two blocks, that's <laughs> where they all are. But um, I just think it, the for diversity, the buildings, the fact that we have all these tall buildings and all these amazing architectures, all these fancy foods, and you know, I was just given, you know, a dessert voucher for Carper Canyon Grill just because they're reopening after the fire. I just like the neighborhood. Ooh. I like the neighborhood. I like the fact we have so happy hours. And, community. Yeah, I, I like everything about that. Can when you feel safe in your community, cunt. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I relate, I relate. Feeling safe in your community is definitely a flex, uh, especially in D.C. I mean, you just saw, you know, like those kids push that woman off the bus, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. On the, on was the, it her uh, fault? Um, my coworker said it was her fault. Wait, what? I didn't fully hear what was happening. I just saw a vision. What, what did she What did she do? Apparently, this woman addressed some um, District of Columbia school children. Oh, <laughs> 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 on a metropolitan bus <laughs> and um, there was a, a family with young children and another passenger said um, hey stop cursing because she has children or something to that effect she addressed these teens these young children and then they um, they pushed her off the bus cussed out pushed her off the bus now ha- what would have happened if she had minded her business folks do you think the outcome would have happened <laughs> <laughs> and knowing that part <laughs> <laughs> again I'm not a per- I mind my business that's one thing about Raffi I will always be on the side that minds the person's business and if you don't mind your business because yeah I guess you're trying to protect a child but it's also cursing cursing is not inherently negative it's just words and how we express like it's, it's not gonna affect someone you know being a 4.0 student going to college, having yeah. career options. It's, it's like being, you're caring too much. And you're doing yeah, too much. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. And don't tell people to control people. You can't control people at the end of the day. Like You can't walk up and expect to like, control people. So as much as I wish I could, honey, that hasn't happened yet. I, um... As, as, a, as a school-based employee... I recently I had the encounters of watching school fights. I have a school fight on my phone right now. Ooh. <laughs> you want to see it? I would love to see this. It is so funny because one of the guys I hate at work was like trying to break it up, which he did not break it up. He was not cunt about it. No, it's not cunt because his <laughs> pants were too tight, blazer was too tight. Oh, he ripped his pants? It's so funny. And first of all, they weren't even scrapping. I hate when people are so dramatic about school fights. Like They were screaming on the radio like, oh my God. I was like, first of all, that was happening. It's a gun. It's a group fight. Look at this fight. Okay. We're going to post this on our website. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Are they hugging each other? Not and, and, they, his... and they say he deserved it for talking all this shit. Not, not him wrapping his legs around the boy. Um, is that a teacher trying to split him up? Yeah. That's a short teacher. Yeah. Is the gay one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can tell. 
<laughs> First of all, I want y'all to know. <laughs> Wait, don't try to break with Frank. Y'all look crazy. That's not cut. That's not cut. It's not cut. That's not cut. Teachers will get ass. We try to break up fights with no training. There's like certain ways to restrain people and and make sure things are done safely. Teachers will just be getting there, getting hit. Yeah. Because when people are in a state of rage, you know they're not necessarily you know logically thinking. They're just if someone's grabbing them or touching them, they're just they're fight or flight mode. You know what I'm saying? So like teachers get hurt all the time. Um, I've seen fights break out. I've had teachers say, hey, help me. I kept walking. Um, security will come. Someone will <laughs> come. Um, I don't I don't get in fights because they don't have to pay for you. You get your teeth knocked out. What's going to happen? The teacher, there's no liability or anything? Like I mean, they're going to be like, you know. There's no workers comp for teachers? There is and there isn't. But, like, it's going to be, you still have to deal with the pay. It's not going to be worth it. Yeah. I, I think that's the, the main point. So, um, he he even break it up, and they were like, "Oh, he was a hero." I was like, hero. "People, people gave him, people said that was a hero." I was like, "But it didn't get me broken up." <laughs> Don't heroes do something? Thank um, God, they air dropped the video to me. You, don't worry, y'all. You'll see that on the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> being cunt is a walk. I walk around my house. I walk there since I was little. I walked around schools. I walk around my job now. Um, like a runway. I walked around campus in college um, because it's cunt. Have you ever been stopped and been told, like, oh, my God. Yes, I have. Period. Absolutely. Yeah. If you haven't been stopped and told that you have a good walk, yeah. what the fuck, what are, the you fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Period. What are you doing, honey? I have been stopped and talked about coming around. Yeah, because yours is so, like, noticeable. Thank you. And it stands out in a crowd. Yeah. They will book you. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. Thankable production. Yeah, Nunu's a great Nunu is a great teacher. She helped me out a lot during my walk. I think getting surgery is cut. No, surviving a surgery is cut. Let's be worth that. Surviving a surgery is cut. That's cut, bitch. <laughs> I think getting the BBL. <laughs> uh, that could be cut. Is that cut? No, I mean, is getting surgery to enhance your looks cut? I guess if it looks good. Um. <laughs> To me, it is a state of mind, and I think that, like I said, I watch The Housewives, so I see plastic surgery all the time, um, and I support these women to do whatever they need to do to feel secure in themselves. A little Botox um, doesn't hurt nobody. A little Botox will definitely not hurt nobody. Uh, I just say that we should always, you know, try to not put our lives in danger for some cosmetology, though. I really want to get to the point, I think something that, w- that will be so cunt is that when we can finally merge with technology... Like, you be a robot booty? <laughs> no, but we just all merge. So, like, you know, we live longer. We do more things. We say do you nothing. think we're going to get to the point where this world will want people to live longer? Where are we overproducing, apparently? I, that's what I'm saying. I think we'll get to the point where people stop having kids and we'll just be, like, living forever. You think we're never going to die? No, no. It'll just be, like, 200 years instead of, like, 100. I hope so. But that's a, that's a long time to that's avoid dying. So you know how many t- near-death experiences we have in our lives? Like, is is living worth all the near-death experience? Go. Being alive is kind. Staying alive is kind. <laughs> staying alive is kind. <laughs> staying. Staying alive. Staying alive. Have I mean, you ever had a near-death experience? Yeah, I've been in five car accidents. Oh, that's right. And it's so crazy that you're such a good driver. Um, it's because of the five car accidents. Okay. That were not my fault. I was not driving. I was a child. Okay. <laughs> so, not on my record, but on someone's record. 
You remember every every car accident? Or at one point it was just like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. Where does it take you? Um, Where did it take you every time? It's you, just, you know, a fear. It takes you to a place mm-hmm. of fear. Things slow down? Things definitely slow down. Yeah. Definitely, time slows down. But time's not real, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, all these moments, you can slow it down and fast, you know, moments when you need to. So, everything is so slow. Um... I don't know. I've seen people stuck in cars. I've seen cars flipped over. I've seen bikers, you know, hit. I saw a car on fire yesterday going to work on the Beltway. That's wild. So, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just think driving has so many dangers. But driving safely is cut. <laughs> and DC struggles with that. The DMV does struggle with that. I don't think they care about safety. I think people care about going where they go. Yeah. Which how do you how do you transition from that selfish mindset? Surviving um, on a bike is cunt. <laughs> Being a bike rider is cunt because you're really just out here not polluting the air and getting to where you need to go. Um, I want to wrap this up by going through some five top five moments in cunt history that we agree on. Okay, I'm gonna start with Miranda Priestley. Let's make this a fire fire. Yeah, like Miranda Priestley, go. Cunt, cunt, cunt. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race. It can't be cunt. No, is it cunt or not cunt? Is it cunt or not cunt? Um, it's cunt. A soft cunt. Feminine cunt. Because because of the queens, let's be clear. Yeah, not because anyone running the show. Let's be clear. Um My turn. Um Ariana Grande. Not cunt. <gasps> not cunt. She's just genuinely she's adorable, but she's not cunt. She's never served like cunt. My like, God, no shade. Um, performing in DC. <laughs> <laughs> per- no, to be clear, performing as a drag queen in DC. Performing as a drag queen in DC is it cunt? Um, it's not cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make your own cut moments, but it's not inherently cunt. No. <laughs> Fifty dollars on a drinking ticket, cunt? Not cunt. Taylor Swift's new album out now. I'm not kind of, well, <laughs> I, well, has it come? No, it's coming out tonight or tomorrow. When people are listening to this, Taylor Swift will also be out. Oh, that's right. Um, probably not giving cunt, no shade, because it's looking like another folk- prediction. For folklore, is not giving cunt. <laughs> um, you, we need four more, four more good ones. Go. You, I've been coming up with most of them. Let's go. We're doing back and forth. That's, yes, right. So I just did one. Okay, no, which one was yours? Taylor Swift. I just literally just answered. Oh, that was give me one. That's all um, you understood it. Fat rapper killer. <laughs> it's fat rapper cunt or not cunt? Oh, it's cunt. Yeah, it's cunt. That's cunt. It's cunt. Would you give your cunt to fat rapper killer? No. You wouldn't? No. <laughs> That's a lie. America, America, America has a problem. <laughs> Why would I? I just don't think we have, you know, I think two, like, heavily masculine energies together. <laughs> <laughs> be like too much. Like, I feel like we, we cool friends, buddies, pals, pals, pals. Uh, Mayor Bowser. Uh, I people think I really hate me. I have no shade against Mayor Bowser. Cut or not cut. Um, Mayor, the Bowser be, administration. She can be cut. Honestly, she can be cut. The way she handled people, like just trying to give her an oopsie moment, that was cut. But she's also not cut. Her policy's not cut, but she's cut. <laughs> she's cut, but her policy's not cut. Um. Ooh, 
cutting up your own wigs. <laughs> God, oh my God. <laughs> the manic energy it takes to just go into a state where you just in a creative uh, flair of just cutting. Cutting just feels so good. Oh my God. Cutting and creating not art, but just expression on a wig stand. Mm-hmm. Cunt. What about, what about, what about gay culture in D.C.? Not cut. Not cut. Not cut cut at all. But we were, uh, trade was uh, mentioned in Esquire as one of the best bars bars in the sea, in in the country, actually. Um, (laughs) Oh, following Wait Don't Do It podcast on IG, TikTok, and the works. Not cut. (laughs) (laughs) Culture Uh, TikTok is 10 times a day. Cut it. Cut. 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 Having 22,000 followers, cut. (laughs) Literally. You think that grows overnight, honey? No, baby. No, no, not posting. Cut, not cut. You know what? Nunu having the platform she has with not posting anything, cut. That's cut. That's cut. That's cut. Me, the well-known drag queen, is not performing. No. No one you were going to host a show, but complaining about hosting a show. Cut or not cut. <laughs> there, but make sure you come out to the cuntiest party in DC on October 29th. Gag the Halloween party at Upper West Side Cafe with music by the DJ Gaston. A amazing costume contest with prizes by Raffi. Prizes by Raffi, um, along with our amazingly beautiful judge at Blonde <laughs> District. We will see you all there. Get your tickets. Our link is in our bio. And if you want some special discount tickets. Hit us up in the DMs and we'll and we'll give you a dollar off. Just no, we got lot. you. We got you. We got you. But you gotta come. You gotta tell us you came from the podcast. Period. <laughs> so yeah, October 29th, gag the Halloween party Upper West Side Cafe. We'll see you there along with Vivi Majesty, Dirty Sanchez, New New Paris. Bring your dollars. Bring your weed and get ready for a spooky night. Okay. See you next time on Wait, Don't, don't Do It. it. Cunty, 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 honey. Is our theme song cut?